Hey guys, on today's episode of Buy or Pass, we're going to take a look at Disney's financial numbers. Let's begin. Hello, my name is Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get in for new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So like always guys, this is a two-part episode. This is the second part of Disney. Last episode, we took a look at the information they provided during their earnings conference call and earnings release. Today, we're going to take a look at the financial numbers and see how things, things look after the acquisition of Fox. So like I said, today we're going to take a look at the income statement, balance sheet, cash flow statements, and we're also going to take a look at some metrics, see how things are going, and then we're going to take a look also at Red Flag, something that LazyFA.com does really well. If you guys haven't checked out their website, definitely check it out. It's definitely good for any fundamental analysis to have. So we'll start off here with the income statement. Income statement we can see, right, we're going to take a look at quarterly data just because this is quarter two of 2019 and we just want to make sure we're looking at the correct data instead of annual data which wouldn't show this the so quarter four quarter two we have revenue of 14.92 billion in the last episode we broke it down on how that how that relates to the sector as a whole obviously revenue is down from last quarter but we can see not much of a difference cost of revenue um, again lower compared to last last quarter but we can see it's still within the range of where it's at gross profit again pretty much similar to where it's at sitting at 6.5 billion dollars compared to last year's 6.3 so here's where things start to get fishy and it is due to the acquisition we can see earnings before income tax sitting pretty high compared to previous last year was 3.5 this year sitting at 7.24 billion dollars and we can see here right that relates to the net income and earnings per basic share so unfortunately right because of the acquisition we're going to see some changes and we're not going to be able to compare it to last quarter but i think it's still really good to understand what's going on and see what we can see now so like that for quarter three we'll be able to relate it with with actual numbers so next we'll take a look at red flags here we could just see revenue versus cost hasn't changed even after the acquisition uh, and we can see here this is a pretty pretty similar to how it's normally been gross profit again sitting around where it's at anything else important from here the only other thing we have is in this quarter we had a strong gross margin um Actually, not a strong gross margin, but a strong profit margin sitting at 35%, where the average seems to be about 25%. So definitely check that out, guys. Um, definitely have a higher profit margin sitting in this quarter. Next, we're going to take a look here um, at the balance sheet. In my Usually, the balance sheet is my favorite sheet to look at. It's the one that definitely tells me everything about the company. But here, we can see with the acquisition things are getting messed up we can see total assets go from 100 billion dollars to 215 we can see total liabilities go from 45 billion dollars 
210 billion dollars total debt same increase we see now sitting at 57 billion compared to last year's at 20 billion so we can see this company has pulled out a lot of assets but also liabilities in the same thing we have receivable and payables it does seem that payables is overcoming receivables one of the good things to have received a big jump is also cash and cash equivalents sitting at 10 billion dollars again not much money when we compare this total assets to total liabilities of 214 compared to 110 and now we're here on the red sheet for balance sheet um, the red flags for balance sheet and we can see this total assets and total liabilities shareholders have had an increase of shareholder equity increase this quarter compared to last quarter almost a double jump from 50 billion to 90 billion dollars here the only other important information i want to show you guys from assets um from the balance sheet we're moving pretty quickly just because the company as a whole has shift things up with this acquisition so here we can see asset distributions by quarter and we can see one of the biggest jumps was intangibles from 38 billion to 102 billion almost a 65 billion dollar increase in total um intangibles which in my opinion it is not i don't like having that on the asset sides right because these are things you can't really um you can't really put a price on but i wonder if the acquisition has been so quick that there's items that need to move from there to other sections and in liability, the biggest changes are the increase in non-current debt sitting. It was previously sitting at 17 billion, now sitting at 37 billion. Those are huge number jumps. Here we have payables, and we saw from the previous chart payables are 10 billion last year, and now 20 billion. And we can go over and over all the other stuff, uh, but we can see that they are definitely picking up higher assets and higher liability distribution with these acquisition um, and at the moment uh, i'm not liking the numbers as a whole i feel like i got a better understanding of the company from the last episode we did um, so now we're going to take a look at the cash flow cash flow doesn't seem to have been afflicted much we can see cash flow positive at 3.6 billion dollars and that's the only cash flow i like to look at and that's um, net cash flow from operations here's some quick metrics right price to earnings ratio we're sitting pretty low at 12.4 when this was taken um debt to equity ratio has increased so right debt to equity it's it's pretty straightforward it's debt divided by equity um right now sitting at 1.2 that means that there's more debt than equity than shareholder equity unfortunately um, then current ratio which is the current assets divided by the current liabilities and here we can see we are at a pretty all-time low so like i mentioned on today's episode of lazy fa um, we saw that after the acquisition we were unable to make realistic research on how things should look or how things are trending just because of this huge acquisition so hopefully we'll take a look at it next quarter to see if we can really see what's happening but some good things i did notice are from episode one in episode one we discussed a lot about what's going on with disney and because of that i definitely want to give disney a pass they do have a huge future coming up 
and it's still sitting at a not 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 too high of a price so disney is definitely looking like a buy for me so now i hope you guys like the episode let me know what you think about the acquisition i'm pretty sure you guys were a little po that the acquisition ruined the charge for this time but we'll see next time how things do like i said i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and don't forget to subscribe to get updates on new videos take care